Hey there, and welcome to Yes, a Stripper Podcast. On this podcast, we'll discuss how classifying each other as people and workers is dangerous to society and marginalized groups of people. We'll also talk about the climate in and outside of the strip clubs and all of the amazing things that strippers do. And of course, we'll talk about all of the things in between. I'm your queen, A.M. Davies, and this is Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for joining me and my guest on Yes, a Stripper Podcast. This week's episode is sort of a do-over. Now, let me explain. Um, We talked to Onyx Saatchi a couple of months ago when um, things that were happening in her life were still very raw for her. Um, she is, has stepped into an activist role in raising awareness about the treatment of these strip club agencies, um, in Canada. So up in Canada, the strip clubs and strippers use an agency as like this third party booking system. Um, and of course the agencies have found ways to exploit the sex workers. And so, you know, she had gone through some pretty traumatic things with these, the, the, uh, sort of organizers or agents themselves of the agencies where they had fired her and blacklisted her. And so when we first spoke, it was all still really raw for her. Um, and so, you know, I sent the podcast to her to listen to, um, and she decided she wanted to do it over again. And, you know, the, of course I said yes to that, of course, because something that's really important on this show is that, the 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 person who is being interviewed or who is being shown on these podcasts that they feel really comfortable about what they're talking about there is there's often times where people think about what they've said and they're like you know I don't think I should have said that publicly and then um we've taken segments out and and we do that because it's really important to keep sex workers feeling safe um, and their voice and their stories are a part of them. And if at any moment they feel uncomfortable about anything, there's no way in hell that I'm going to put it out there. And so she said, yeah, I want to do over. And I said, yes, queen, let's do a do over. <laughs> and so that's what this episode is. We revisited her experiences at a time where she had ample amount of time to process what she had gone through so she could speak more comfortably on the topic. And so you're going to hear us reference um, another time that we've spoken uh, on this episode. So I just wanted to give you a little backstory and let you know and also let you know how important it is for all of us here on this show, my producer, everyone that's on our team, to make sure that our guests feel 100% comfortable with everything that we're putting out there. So that's just a little behind the scenes of what goes on here. Um, And what's in front of the scenes is Onyx Sachi's story coming up next. Um, It's incredible. I don't think a lot of us really know how the structure is in Canada. It is different than, than the U.S. and even the U.K., Um, so yeah, I hope that you learn something a little new and that you follow Onyx and, um, sign her petition that is out. It's circulating right now. It just dropped a couple of days ago. Um, today's date is December 9th. So by the time this hits the airwaves, it'll be, um, a week from today, roughly. And, uh, you will still have time to sign that petition. So here comes Onyx. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Yes, a Stripper Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest today. We're talking to Onyx Sachi from Canada. Hello, Queen. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, okay. So, first of all, how are you? I am good. Actually, better than before. So, okay, good. Definitely a lot better. Good. And so, okay, so you referenced the before times. So I'm going to mention that, um, you know, you and I have had a conversation before. It's not our first time talking. Um, and we're sort of revisiting that conversation. Um, and so I, I see all that to say, like, you know, I'm interested in talking about some of the things that we talked about on, in our last conversation. And also, I want to let the audience know, if you hear us reference throughout conversation, like, oh, that thing that we talked about, it's because we have had a conversation in the past and we are meeting back up again to have that conversation. So thank you. Mm, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And one thing before we get really into it and get fully started, could you just let um, our audience know what pronouns you prefer to go by? She and her. Okay, great. Thank you so much. So you're in Canada, yeah? Yes. Huh. What part of Canada are you in right now? Uh, I am in Alberta, but I'm originally from Ontario. Okay. So for someone like me who might be listening that gets confused, Ontario is on which side? The east side. Got it. Okay. East. Okay. And so you're west right now? Yeah, right in the middle. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Do you prefer one over the other? I don't really know what Canada's like. I mean, Ontario's home. I do miss it. Okay. And Alberta is pretty cold. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it is wintertime, but there is, it, it's just, it's like a work area. Everyone comes here to live the Alberta dream because there's money out here. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I've never been to Canada. Yeah. All the oil fields run through Alberta. So. Got it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see a lot of Americans coming up to Canada? Like, um, during work? during hunting season, so like around November, you see them a lot. A lot of people come up there for okay. Canada for hunting, yeah. Yeah, I've always been afraid to go there because pole dancers get deported at the border. Yeah, I heard. Well, so do we when we come to the States. Really? Yes. Oh, snap. Yeah. Is it like the Canadian officials being like, no, or is it the American officials? I feel like they think we're working. Well, I mean, we technically are, but they they would like put you in that category as a sex worker and they just don't want you to come up there to work pretty much. Well, yeah. 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 So I, re I recall um, a pole dancer specifically who I won't mention their name because I'm unsure if, you know, I mean, everyone knew about it, but you know, I don't want to be like that person, but um, <laughs> they showed up and they, they were at the border and like not only do they get deported, they're not allowed to go back there for a certain mm -hmm. amount of time. Yeah. I had to get a waiver actually. Wow. Yeah. Oh, to because you lived there, so you needed like documentation. No, I, I well, I, I had a I had a weed charge, <laughs> so oh. I couldn't I couldn't cross the border. But before that, before that weed charge, they were questioning me because they I had all my shoes and stripper gear, in my luggage on like some of my on carry carry on yeah. stuff. So when they opened it, they saw the stripper shoes and, there, and that's when they started questioning everything. And they're like, "No, you can't come here." I'm like, "Well, what? That sucks." I was coming out there for the Vegas <laughs> Expo. Oh, yeah. okay. And for I, um, Pole Expo? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I got sent back and that really sucked. <laughs> oh, no. That's yeah. terrible. Have we crossed paths at Pole Expo? No, because I've never been. 
Oh, so this would have been your first one. Mm-hmm. What year was that? Do you recall? Mm-hmm. Wow. Quiz time. Quiz time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say 2014. Okay. I definitely would have been there. Oh, Dang. shame. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So I was listening to our last conversation earlier. And um, one of the things that uh, – I don't know why it struck me then and just today and not at the time, but you have been a stripper for 15 years. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. cause I, I like looking at you, I'm like, no way. Black don't crack y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. You look so young. Thanks. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also like one of the things that we were talking about and that you had mentioned is that throughout your stripping career, which has been a, a robust amount of time, like you've definitely seen a massive change in the way the industry operates and how we make money and versus and like how much money we make versus mm-hmm. not make anymore. Um, yeah. Can you can you speak more on that? Yeah. So. I feel like it's definitely gone, maybe because of like a lot of things are online, lots of porn, all that stuff. Everyone can just not use their imagination anymore, just find it online. So I find, especially since I worked the East side before I came out to Alberta, Ontario was like, it was so much money in 2006. It was making like a thousand bucks a night. Mm. And then I came to Alberta in 2007. I was making like double that because of the economy out here. And then it just starts to trickle down. Like you wouldn't start, um, you would start seeing the features disappear. So mm-hmm. when I started, there was animals on stage, like features with big tigers and girls with roller skates on. Like, mm-hmm. and now I don't even see that anymore. And I call those girls veterans. Yeah. They, they've been here for a while. And now I'm a veteran. But uh, yeah, I don't see any performances like that anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Um, just a little note. Uh, something that um, we're trying to be mindful of on the show is mm-hmm. calling dancers girls. Um, it's something that is just so ingrained in us. Okay. Um, and I bring it up because um, I have been called out. Um, this is all going to be deleted out, by the way. Um, but I've been called out by the trans community. Okay. About the language. And so, yeah, I'm really trying to instill the culture here. Okay. Um, I still make the mistake and it comes out. It's but hard, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Notice. And I hope it's okay that I mention that. I'll, I'll try, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, and just <laughs> trying is enough because I, I understand it's it's there's so many new words that we have yeah. to learn to use. So yeah. thank you for being open to that. Um, so, yeah, you know, I noticed the same thing about featured dancers dis- like dissipating. Mm-hmm. And same, it used to be huge productions. I never saw large, big cats in the club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I did see some of the most epic shit. And, like, the clubs would just get packed. And um, yeah. Tara Patrick, do you remember her? That sounds very familiar. She, I, yeah, it rings a bell. She was utterly gorgeous and super famous at the time. She was the most famous porn star coming okay. into the clubs. And, um, and it was just mayhem, you know, and you just don't see that anymore. So do you think that online stuff has contributed to that? Um, that, and maybe the pricing of, of liquor, of the dances. I mean, Mm -hmm. technically like 
if I was getting all that $50 a dance, I'm all for it, but we don't. So so I think people, um, especially in Alberta that come into the strip clubs are being harassed by way too many girls for buying over overpriced dances for not getting what their worth is pretty much. Yeah. So that's something that, okay. So two things, one is the prices, I don't know about for you in Canada, mm-hmm. but they've never changed. So the rate of inflation in general with the dollar goes up, mm-hmm. right? But the dollar that that we are charging for dances stayed the same, mm-hmm. right? So like I'm making less for doing the same amount of work as mm-hmm. each year goes on because of the rate of inflation. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is – um. There was a time, like you said, like every dancer is trying to go after that dollar because there's just less clientele. I saw that happen in L.A. At what point did you notice that started happening in Canada? Um, I just maybe like as soon as 2012 hit. Oh, really? Y2K, you know, everyone started like bunkering down. Oh, the world's going to end. <laughs> wait, wait, Y2K? Um, like in- 1999 you mean yeah really that early is when you started noticing yeah yeah that timeline isn't you you said 2012 but why i said 2012 never mind yeah (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was 2000 sorry yeah and i wasn't even dancing then either so right 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 that's what i know um but yeah 2012 is when i when i really started to notice 2012 yeah yeah i noticed in 2004 and five well i just got in and i I think as as like starting at such quick money, it's like, this is the best. So as a a newbie, I was just like, this is so much money. And I never saved any of it. (laughs) A lot of us didn't back then. We didn't have the internet teaching us, you know, (laughs) shit got not going to learn that in school. I don't know about Canadian schools, but yeah. Um, So are you dancing anywhere right now? I'm assuming clubs are closed, open. Um, well, I'm not able to dance anywhere in Alberta, BC right now because the agencies here have a monopoly. So they pretty much blackballed me from doing anything. So it's been a struggle for that. But I mean, none of the clubs are open anyways right now. We're in a three week lockdown. Mm. So, but uh, some of the clubs, like when the first lockdown happened, some of the clubs were able to stay open through some sort of loophole, restaurant loophole, because they have a kitchen or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A kitchen that just has bags of chips. But you know, <laughs> it's food, right? But uh, yeah, they're all closed right now. Got it. Got it. Second lockdown. So yeah, yeah, we're about to go into that right now. Actually, um, well, there. Are you comfortable with talking about getting blacklisted via? Oh yeah. Okay, perfect. It's just uh, so as we talked before, I posted on my Instagram stories my paycheck stuff, which I have right here. Perfect. So it's lovely. Paycheck stuff. Yeah, so it has our name and then what we get paid for show price and then our gross, which says what 600 and something and then yeah. you slide down all the deductions pop liability. So can agency fee, GST, uh-huh. promo <gasps> and rent and net. then boom, my net's like 
300 and something. Wait, what is it? Two? Yeah, it's it's all average 300 and something. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's 50, brutal. Yeah. 50%. Yeah. So it, I, it, I had said it before and I'll say it again. It looks like an AT&T bill. It's like <laughs> random charges and like yeah. passed off as necessity to you. Which basically you're the customer of the agent. Pretty much. Pretty much. And so I put I put them on blast, put them on notice, and pretty much just warn anyone that was coming to Alberta to pick and choose where they want to work. Because some clubs do that, which are the E2 clubs. So if you see me referring to E2 or IA, E2 is um, Shade, Eden, and Diamonds in Fort Mac, Grand Prairie, and Edmonton. And IA is Independent Artists, which is our agency that runs everything in Alberta. So I just blasted the E2 clubs and three days later, my agent called me on Sunday around like 6 p.m. Thank goodness I had witnesses with my neighbors. I I knew what was coming. Like I saw his name. I was like, oh, here it is. Everyone come gather because he's going to yell at me. And that's all I expected was to get reamed out, not fired completely from everything because I was supposed to work the week right after Monday coming up. Uh, in Brandon, Manitoba. And that's like a really good gig for me. And he Mm. was just like, you get nothing. And I was like, what's happening? (laughs) Anything you're my agent and you're supposed to like have my back. Like, yeah, I understand you want to give me shit. Like maybe I should talk to you at first, but you literally just like, you ringed me out. You said you're, you said I'm fired and you hung up on me. Oh no. I was just like, whoa, that's, and yeah, like, I mean, the shock that day, it didn't really settle in until around midnight where I was just sitting by my windowsill, kind of like freaking out about what I'm going to do next. Cause I'm like, and then, yeah. Right. With COVID and just having no work, I was panicking, panicking, mm-hmm. but I had, to, but I had to stick to my guns cause I didn't believe anything that they were doing was right. And and I knew he wasn't going to rehire me anyways. There was no going coming yeah. back from that, you know? Yeah. So I just started doing my research and like threw out to suggestions to other people, like, give me lawyers. I need help. Like any other girls that had problems. And sure enough, like all the help came flooding in the next day. I had a whole bunch of lawyers lined up, some which were kind of set up. I, the agent um, gave my number to random people because I had people call me that I had no idea who they were. Because if you're not saved in my phone, you, we don't know each other at yeah. all. And I had a random number call me when I was at my neighbor's like, hey, like I got a lawyer for you to call. I'm like, this seems like a setup. It totally yeah. was. And I felt that in the back of my neck, like this does not feel right at all. And right. avoided her completely. But then had another um, incident where, without naming names, he used to work for E2 clubs and he knows more insight of like uh, licensing and um, how um, clubs and bars should be run. So he gave me a number to call and her name is Carrie Ellinger and she runs the Body Rub Task Force in Edmonton. Body Rub Task Force? Yeah. So she's like a community liaison. Okay. And so um, she's been helping me a lot with everything. So we got a whole bunch of testimonials, sent it to her. And she's like, this is ridiculous. So yeah. Yeah. So to to be clear for the audience. So the reason you got fired was specifically because you called out this stuff on these checks Mm -hmm. and you showed it on Instagram. Yeah. And it's still sitting there on my highlights too. Mm -hmm. And what was the response you got from the other dancers who saw that? 
Ooh, some of the, some most were really good, but then there was the girls that I don't even are women that I don't even know how I would say like that aren't reliable in the industry, but or maybe you're jealous. I have no idea, but they were upset. So <laughs> there's a couple of people I had to like block and ignore because it was really hurtful and like uh, it was setting me back a lot. What? So I I I guess I would be confused about why anyone would be upset about a worker discussing indiscrepancies mm -hmm. and weird things mm -hmm. of your money being taken. How is that upsetting to somebody else that you're asking questions about your deserved income? Yeah. Well, apparently the agency has been telling these girls that I'm the problem and I start fights with customers. I do drugs. That's why they fired me. Okay. So yeah. So your campaign to the other dancers basically. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And do you have any proof of that? Or I shouldn't, <laughs> ask, you that. I shouldn't ask you that. No, no, no. I, I wish they did. I, and you know, what's really funny is that they won't come out and say anything about it because they know as soon as they write something about it, it's going to be slander. Like I'm waiting for them to use my name in that sentence and post it because these girls have been doing the same thing. They'll avoid using my name and just say, oh, it's really sad that some girls or uh, some women dancers will uh, use the agency's um, benefits and assault customers and do drugs get fired and not own their shit i'm like okay so they're like aggressive is about yeah. you. <laughs> got it yeah and i'm like who <laughs> I know. Who, is it? who are you talking about yeah but i can't i can't use that one but oh well so yeah i blocked block those girls and one of that same girl she posted something on a facebook group and it blew up and then i got messages on instagram hey did you know this i'm like nope i can't see anything because i blocked her right. <laughs> Right. There's a reason because I don't want to see the messages. And sure enough, it was a fight back and forth of good and evil about me. Good publicity, bad publicity, I'll take it. But I mean, wow. it blew up on that page. And I was like, oh, the insults. But thank you for all the people that have my back. But the insults were worse. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that it just yeah. it, it really bothers me that dancers are pitted against dancers that like that and by the system mm -hmm. you know because that's where they want to keep us distracted and squabbling mm -hmm. um and that that's upsetting and i hope that we as a community can find ways to overcome that mm -hmm. um and one of the things too that you know where your money gets taken from is for them to use your likeness for free in promo images with mm -hmm. their logo on it not pay you for the modeling not pay you to post you can you tell us more about that? Because that's, that's not in, in, in America. Like we don't, that, that doesn't work that way for us. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous considering I can get posters with better quality from Staples and cheaper for less. Right. But I go through the E2 clubs and their quality is like really pixelated and bad paper. Plus their stamp of their company name is on there yet. We have to pay them for it. So it just, it does, it just blows my mind, but unfortunately we sign our lives away with this contract because after having, okay. so we had our first meeting with Carrie and I showed her these contracts that they make us sign, which they've only started, they started making us sign these uh, 
uh, so I came out here in 2007. I think I started signing these around 2010, 2012. They started bringing out these contracts. Okay. Which that had like, they kept, they keep getting different every year. What's funny is that they never give you a copy of these. So I had to steal this. And so when I brought this to Carrie, she said, and um, what's the employment standards in Alberta? Unfortunately, we don't have a case against the clubs. We have a case against the agency because he uh, portrays us as being independent contractors and he is the agent that books us, yet he is a part of knowing that this contract gets signed and pretty much waves our rights away as an independent contractor. So where do you sign the contract? When you go into the club or you when sign you, it with the agency? When you go into the club. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the agencies and the clubs, because again, this is something that I've never heard of in any other place except for Canada, where the agencies really heavily book you. Mm-hmm. Um how how do they work together like does the club profit off of you somehow the way that the clubs profit off of us in america yeah so yeah so besides the paycheck they get um so dances are 30 dollars. so in edmonton we only get 18 dollars of that okay so a percentage of that goes to the club and I think two dollars a dance goes to the agency as well like they're they're just yeah yeah everyone gets a piece (laughs) yeah and I swear to god because even management I'm because they push us to sell so many dances because I shit you not they get some sort of like commission for it I I've seen like one manager Jay go from bouncer to managing position and his whole wardrobe changed within a month. All these expensive. I'm like, how? Like how? Because they're obviously getting something out of it too. So, yeah, I, I, I'm just so pissed off at these agencies. First of all, I think that's ridiculous. I don't, I don't get. I, I feel like that's completely backwards. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm trying to think of how like a legitimate agency would work. In I. I don't think it's off the backs of the workers. No, like we would have our set price. And if the agent wants a commission, he has to tack it on the price that we have already suggested or said. Like, that's what makes sense to me. Right. And, and so- if they can't afford it, then then you don't get a cut. The club just pays the dancer or the teacher. Right. And so what they've shown by their treatment towards you is that they have all the power. They're not being held accountable. And if anyone dares speak up about the decisions they're making about your body and your money, then you get fired, blacklisted, and smeared. Yep. I mean, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, a lot better. A lot better now. Um, I got lucky enough. Someone posted in one of my costume sites about a, a burlesque bar that was looking for entertainers. And I was like, I need money. I need work. I need something. And so I got that gig once a week and I started teaching at a pole studio. So, and those just like, honestly, God fell in my lap, just like by chance. I'm like, so thank you universe. So happy about that because otherwise I, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, It sounds like you have a support system with you too and Mm -hmm. not alone. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, Has there any been, has there been any new developments since we've talked last that you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah, so just the just with Carrie and um, employment standards, we know that we can't come up to the bars because of um, the contract, but 
we will, they are investigating the agency and there is a case against them. Um, also, um, I had my first, what do you call that? Uh, community, council meeting, council meeting. It wasn't about us, but the first step was um, the rub and tugs already were being, uh, there's a five-year plan to shut them down. So Carrie wanted me to watch or partake and, and speak up on behalf of them because it does involve us too, um, because we wanted to end that. Because if we shut the body rub and tugs down where they had a safe place to right where are they going to go exactly so where right. are they going to go because they're going to continue to work right. and they're going to continue having like harm reduction is going to be up again so right exactly so that was a good win for us it was from 9 to 3 p.m it was the longest day of my life but it was interesting yeah. to watch because eventually we'll have to do the same thing so who will have to do the same thing like us as us strippers will have to like kind of like come to the edmonton council board to like to after our, yeah because we're going to get a petition going as well and then yeah get some signatures on that and then we'll advocate to the city council to like change the rules of some sort or like use um because we're all independent contractors but we sign our lives away so that needs to be changed as well because especially with this covid thing happening we couldn't apply for ei we had to apply for something else because because you're not considered employees so therefore you don't fall under government assistance exactly Uh, right. but, what, but what was funny with me though is that I just applied for EI anyways because they ask you the same questions and I those are the answers like yes 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 I have a GST number yes I'm treated like an independent contractor yes yes so I I still got EI surprisingly hmm. but I mean it might it might get switched over because it was the same price anyways but I just went for it and I got it so okay that's awesome yeah so uh... What gets me is that the same thing that's happening here is happening there, mm-hmm. where you're signing these bullshit contracts that you don't get to see, you don't get to have a copy of. No. They say that you're an independent contractor, but then they give you all these rules. It just is like, oh, well, they've all figured it out, like all like all around the world. They've mm-hmm. all figured it out. And like it's people like you who are like going to make a difference for everyone. You know, do you try I'm that? trying. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's really weird how many people have heard about this story. And I'm actually excited about it. I'm glad the awareness is happening. But it's like, whoa, it's a lot. But I love the love and it helps me keep going. Because if I didn't have the support from people that I didn't even know about, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wouldn't have the drive to keep going or to yeah. keep pushing through, right? So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so city council is next. That's mm-hmm. your next step? Okay. Yeah. yeah. City so council how, and petition. Yeah. So, like, do you need more people to hear about this? Is, is that important for more as many people as possible to know about of course, this? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Especially right now when they're yeah. like, they're struggling just as much as we are too, right? Hit them, hit them now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And do you think that they are scared and that they notice? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. That makes me happy. That makes me so happy. Um, yeah. I'm just checking my notes here. I think it was really funny. I noticed when the investigation started, I had a, I had a few people like, um, it was just, I saw, I saw it on like Facebook and Instagram, like, um, 
one of the agents posted like, I'm stepping down from the agency. It's not because of independent, it's just tough times. I'm like, oh yeah? Oh yeah, what? <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't that because people like walked into the agency offices and wanted to see all your books? Are you sure? Right. <laughs> yeah, they would have been held liable for exactly. Mass exactly. Exactly. Oh. And I was like, I put two and two together without even calling Carrie. I'm like, is, did the investigation start because someone just quit? <laughs> did it start? Did was that? Oh the yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, happy. I have chills. Yes. Yeah. Because that's like affecting real change, mm-hmm. getting the people out that shouldn't be there to get the right people in. I mean, it would be great to have an agency, but they're supposed to support you, not steal from you. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we touched on lightly in our last conversation, and, and you can tell me at any time if you feel uncomfortable talking about this, is um, – the uh we have too many black dancers here thing that happens and you said it happens more on one side of the country than it does the other do you feel comfortable talking about that um i feel like it happens everywhere i feel like alberta needs more black girls i'm the only one i've only seen myself really yeah yeah uh ontario when i worked there, I went to Niagara Falls and they told me I couldn't work there because there was too many black girls. They have a quota of how many black girls they allow into the bar because, um, and then another bar, my bar, favorite bar, Newton, they, he specifically said uh, no rap music. He's okay with having like black people in his bar. He just doesn't want rap music because it allows uh, gangs to come in. And I'm furious. Violence. That makes me furious. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with that. I danced to rock music. I don't really care. But yeah, the whole quota of black people in the club is ridiculous. Cause I got, I was like, I almost wanted to tell, where was I? I was in Treasures in Toronto. And I was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> but I just walked out. I was like, fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, famous no. or not. Like, yeah. why? And I guess the reason I wanted to bring it up is because what we've seen here in the States is, um, like, strippers aren't – we're not taking that anymore. Even, mm. you know, a lot of the white strippers are just like – no, like your racist policies have to change. It's true. Um, yeah. Are you feeling the same sort of reverb up in Canada that we're experiencing here? Where it's just no, like, I oh, wish, I wish yeah. we had more strong women up here. All the, especially all the strong girls are done. They're done dancing. They're just like over yeah. the bullshit. And I feel like it's because of my awareness or, and I'm spreading it. A lot of people have been boycotting shade, which has been awesome. And going shade. to, yeah, shade is the downtown the main E2 bar club. It's a big yeah. club. Got it's it. Big one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and they're boycotting it because of racist practicing, practices. racist practicing their rules, the pay, like it's gotten worse too. Apparently freelancers have to pay. Like they have to be there for three day minimum out of the week. Mm-hmm. They have to pay like 250, uh, like a lot of money. I wish I had that information for you, but someone sent it to me and I was reading it. And I was like, what the fuck is this Like shit? as a house fee? Yeah. Like over $200 to like get into like work. Something like that. Or that would have been a fine for not selling enough dances within three days. Oh, that yeah. Day. Yeah. You, that you just reminded me that. <sighs> it makes me feel hot. <laughs> that you have a quota. Yeah. And even if you hit your quota, there are 
like these unspoken expectations that if you don't hit their expectation, you get fined, even if you hit your quota. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's happened to me. My like, yeah, I did 40 dances and I still got fined like a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, why though? I finished my quota. He's like, oh, but you didn't sell enough above and beyond dances. I'm like, what kind of bullshit is that? like right before a competition that I had. So I needed the money too. So I, I was bawling actually on the way out. And one of the agents saw me and he's like, I'll fix it. And he never did. So I was right. like, what? whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Um, it's just mind boggling because they're just making up reasons to take your money. Pretty they're, much. Yeah. And yeah. no one is stopping them. Mm-hmm. And then enter Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it all down. Yo, 100%. (laughs) Wow. It's it's so funny. Um, It's not funny, but um, I remember having this conversation with you and just being like, this is unbelievable because I'm not hearing anybody else talk about this besides you. Is there anyone else publicly talking about this yet with you? Um, I just realized I forgot to record. My bad. Uh, Sorry, what was the question again? Yeah, it's fine because we're capturing your audio on here. So that's why we record in two places so that we can back up. Um, but the question, I guess what I was saying is um, I, I am mind blown by this because I don't, I've not heard a lot about this. You're the first person I've heard about it from. And since we've spoken, you're the only person that I've heard is talking about this publicly. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else joining you in like the public conversation so other people can start to follow and, and oh yeah nikki nine doors gotcha. okay oh you know her <laughs> well, i know i i see i see her name everywhere yeah, so she's quite the activist on my side with that too Amazing. she's hilarious <laughs> we laugh yeah. she's like too bad um the last post she posted a story or whatever um something about like uh, the agencies can't handle us together. <laughs> it's just funny. I'm like, no, they can't. That's why they keep us separated. Exactly. Exactly. Con- yeah. Divide and conquer. Exactly. Is a yeah. Real thing. And yeah. that's what they spend. And and for anybody listening, like baby strippers and like and also um, allies and people who are just curious listening to us, like they spend so much time pitting us against each other in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's only to keep us distracted and keep us to not ask questions about how much money they're literally taking out of our hands. Yep. Yeah. Um. I've, I I just have to ask. There's something going on with your refrigerator, and I'm totally in love oh. with it. <laughs> So uh, if you're listening and not watching, are those like just a ton of femme bodied magnets all over yeah. your refrigerator? Yes, it is. And it's like it's completely covered front and side, top sides. To bottom with all femme body magnets. How mm-hmm. long did that magnet collection take you to build up? That is amazing. My, all my my stripper career. There's no duplicates on there whatsoever. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I think I'm stealing your idea. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. They're like all covered. Yeah. This is the one side. I don't even care if they're topless nude. <laughs> yes. This is so fun. I love it. And this yeah, is why you have to watch the YouTube videos, y'all. If you're just listening, YouTube videos are very fun. You get to see everyone's face and everyone's home. Oh, thank you for the close up. 
Yeah, that works. <laughs> Want to be fabulous just like these strippers? Pay attention. It's Stripper Tips. COVID, well, you know. <laughs> Save your money, people. <laughs> We're in the second lockdown, probably going to third after New Year's because, you know, Christmas and New Year's is coming up. It's going to happen again. Like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, this, this third lockdown really fucked me. But I mean, like, definitely was not saving money. <laughs> My car broke down at the same time, three grand. Laptop was gone. That was 1500 And then um, I'm barely working. So when COVID hit, I was like, oh my God, where's my savings? I'm actually dipping into my savings so much. Thank goodness I have saved. But I mean, it's depleting. <laughs> it's yeah. depleting fast. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to have to start that over again. So definitely save your money and spend wisely. Now, the things you want. Right. Get off Amazon. <laughs> I stopped buying stuff off of Instagram a while ago because <laughs> I, uh, I, I got scammed again. Oh. <laughs> Nothing major. <laughs> like, these clothes aren't handmade by Emily. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Very good tip. Thank you. Get ready for our rapid fire question round. It's time for four for one. First question. You see a spider on a wall in your bedroom. What Horrible. do you do? I run and cry. <laughs> I'm and I'll never go in that room again. <laughs> Unless someone shows me the carcass of it flushed down the toilet. <laughs> What's your response to a stranger telling you to smile? Get a go away. Ugh, that. Ugh. <laughs> What's your favorite type of cheese and why? I love cheese though. So now that makes me think. Uh, oh, old. I love old cheddar. It's got more flavor in there. Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. Last one. If you could go anywhere in the world and money was no object, where would you go? I don't know. Mexico is like my favorite spot to be because I saved money when I went there for some reason. I was like, woo, I'm in Mexico. Came back with more money. I was like, woo, I saved money. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap. I wasn't even thinking about it, but it's just so easy. I'd like live there if I could. Oh, I know. The food yeah. is the food is amazing there. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Tacos every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a country. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's a beautiful country, but they got yeah. lots going on over there. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I visited Mexico a lot. I have friends down there, so I've been nice, nice. a few times. It's a beautiful, beautiful state, country. It's a country. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, I just am so honored to be speaking with you and for you to share your story and what's going on, and I want more people to know about it. Um, so where should people be following you and finding out about what you're up to? Uh, my Instagram is onyxsachi, O-N-Y-X-S-A-C-H-I. And if you look in my highlights, everything that I've talked about is there labeled as shade, uh, mistreatments. And there's some other topics there that were um, some people harassing me online and I just gave, them, gave it to them right back. <laughs> I posted okay. it there, but yeah. Okay, Everything's great. there. Um, we already have all of our testimonials. So uh, eventually I'll be posting a link for a petition to sign. So keep your eye out on my bio page where that okay. would be. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Sign, yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me again. Yes. I forgot to ask, how was your birthday? Oh, my birthday was delightful. (laughs) Oh, it was so wonderful because I got to produce an event, which is one of my favorite things to do. And I got to be with my friends and, um, it was it was delightful. I, I, I could care less. It was my actual birthday. That's just a reason to get people to send mm-hmm. you money, you know. <laughs> but thank you so much for asking. Yeah. How was yours? Don't we have a birthday right around the same time? Twenty fifth. Yeah. Same day. Same day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How was your birthday? It was. Good. It'll be, be the last time I drink like that. That's for sure. I performed. I had the two day birthday. So my boyfriend took me out for dinner. And then yeah. the second day he came to watch my show for the first time at the burlesque cabaret. And I had all my friends there as well. Cause that was the last day before lockdown too. So Ugh. we got shit faced. We were like, this is oh, our last day. Actually, Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is considered Blackout Wednesday. And that's why my birthday was called Blackout Birthday. Sounds like you did the same thing as me. Yeah. And I remember now us figuring out. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, we have the same birthday. I'm like, I'm going to be out of commission for that week. (laughs) Yeah. I get it. I had a busy week, too. Um, Well, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you, Sagittarius Twin. Yeah everyone that watches and listens and i love your feedback so please send it in i do listen i do read your messages until next time bye everyone hey guys i just want to remind you to rate review and subscribe to this podcast you can find us on instagram at yes a stripper podcast you can also watch this podcast on youtube at yes a stripper podcast And of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Yes, a Stripper Pod. Yes, a Stripper Podcast is produced by Mackenzie Mazel, Shelly Snyder, and yours truly, A.M. Davies. Be sure to email any questions or comments to yesastripperpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me personally, you can find me on Instagram at thequeenofsexy. You can also check me out on my website, thequeenofsexy.com.